This is Theo Rossi, and you're listening to The Spectre Show. episode of the Spectre Show. I am your host, DJ Allen. This episode will be titled Last, and I realize now that it's the 14th episode. I'm uh, going to stop numbering. I'm in the, in the audio, and we'll just go from there. I'm DJ Allen, the Emerald Spectre himself, and I am here once again to record an episode when it's supposed to be recorded to put it out when it's supposed to be put out. So, um, last night because this is a Sunday for me. On um, the greatest show, we had uh, six of us total. Um, we had Bob again, which is nice, and I believe we'll be having Bob a hell of a lot more often now, which is which is spectacular to have. And then we also have, um, we had uh, Metal Jesus, and we had Kevin Kuwick, and we had Rachel again, and Trisha, and myself. So we had a good, good cast. This week, we will have Miss Miniver, cosplay extraordinaire, cosplayer extraordinaire who will be on the show and that will be wonderful there is a lot of stuff that is kind of going on um i do want to go back to a mainstay and talk about for at least a little bit of this episode the bujo rpg i have been throwing in and 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 playing with the the hit points of the bujo rpg and i believe that it's an extremely hard mechanic the way I uh, the way I implemented it. So I, I'm going to tweak it a little bit, and then I'm going to release, um, I guess what I would call the the public beta. Um, I've I've set up the the basics. Um, I do have to tweak the levels a little bit too because it's, in my opinion, it's it's incredibly easy to get up to a certain level, and then it becomes more difficult. I'd like it to be exponentially more difficult so like you can get early levels fairly quickly like an rpg normally does but then you have to do something extraordinary or really really be improving to to increase those so i am going to work on that so there's that there's the hp system that i have to tweak a little bit and then i will set up the basic questionnaire so when you come to emeraldspectre.com to get a copy of the bujo rpg and the rules It'll basically walk you through how to set it up, and I obviously I have to write that too, so that will also be in the in the mix. So I'm anticipating being able to put out a public beta no later than August. I am, of course, aiming for way earlier than August, but we will try to see what we can do. Um, just I'd like to set the goal of August to see if I can do it then, and then if I can get done earlier, great. If not, well, then I'm glad I set it to August. So the um, the Bujo RPG, uh, I've 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 completed a quest. Um, it was my goal to learn a phrase in Vietnamese. Then I'll be learning two phrases in Vietnamese, so I'll know a total of three, which will be the next step in the quest. I haven't accomplished that yet, but the phrase that I've learned, uh, I wanted to do something that I'm I'm I can use every day at my job. So. Um, while I have a lot of Vietnamese customers on my mail route because I am a mailman, um, I chose to learn "Good Morning," which is "Chào buổi sáng." I haven't 
determined if it's completely sang or sung, but um, I'm tweaking it. I, I have a couple of people actively helping me, ones that speak also English, so I can ask them questions. But it's uh, I've been using it for a while now, and, and it surprises some people. It doesn't surprise others, so I am definitely going to be learning more. I was going to tackle Have a Nice Day as my next, but that's a really long phrase, and I think it was a little bit too big for me, so I'm going to have to look at something else. Uh, I am also going to be um, looking at, like, thank you um, sign here, because obviously as a mailman I need people to sign things. And you would not be surprised to know that um, people that are basically Vietnamese speakers that don't know a lot of English tend to get a lot of packages or mail that comes from foreign countries, and most of that stuff, unfortunately, needs signatures. So there is that. That's basic mail information. I mean, it's not anything super secret or whatnot. I mean, I, I've gotten I've gotten things from China, and I had no intention of needing it to be signature required, and I have gotten it and had to give a signature. So it's just it's just a fact of the way the postal system works. It's either on their end or our end. One of one of us requires a signature and well, it's got to be gotten. So Oh, there's a tangent. So the Bujo RPG will be given a version number. Um, I'll set up the questionnaire, a step-by-step on this is how to do it. This is what you're looking for. This is your levels. This is the type of thing you're doing and um Basic. I'm. I'm going to try to do some frequently asked questions. Although that have I have no questions that have been asked. I'll I'll answer the things that I think are going to pop up. Like, what happens if I miss a day um, of recording the, the journal? Well, in short, that would mean you would have to start over with any of your streaks. Um, you wouldn't get credit for that day. You could certainly fill in in post that day, but if you don't do if you don't journal the day that you were supposed to journal and you do it, you, basically if you skip a day, you're not going to get credit for that day. There are a lot of things that I personally have in my, my Bujo that um, require me to be doing this every day. Uh, I have missed one day since I did this. It was one day in April. Um, I, have, I, I, I take pills at night to go to sleep because I, I have um, some personal issues and... Uh, the, the pills are, are nothing's, you know, nothing's dangerous or anything, but um, no matter how tired I am, if I haven't touched my bullet journal and I'm about ready to go to bed, I will force myself to stay awake long enough to fill out just the basic information so that I am accomplishing what I need to accomplish. The things I'm not doing are the, I haven't made a list yet for daily things. I, I've been doing it verbally to my wife, like, Today, for instance, I needed to accomplish several goals. Um, podcasting, which I am now doing. I needed to be able to... Um, oh, man. I've already... Well, I needed to shave. I haven't done that yet, but I, I've already mentioned that I'm probably going to be doing it before we go to bed. Um, there were a couple other items. Um, I don't know that they need to be put out there, but basically I had a list, and I'm going to get most of, if not all of them, done um, before, before the end of the day, uh, I will be making a list of things that need to be done in May for the, the bullet journal. And that's one of the things is going to be making that questionnaire to get everybody set up on the bullet journal itself. I'm not sure. I, I know that I said that I wanted to just release my skin on this, but I, I, I kind of also want to take the framework out and just work on 
you know, just the, the non-skinned bare bones skeleton of Bujo RPG. I think I can do that. I mean, it's just a matter of ripping all the labels off of everything and putting it out there and saying, here you go. So I've got 50 levels mapped out. Um, for me, they uh, because mine is oriental themed or martial arts themed, I, uh, I made them into um, martial arts belts. And then at a certain point, they become just titles because once you reach black belt eighth degree, which is the... Uh, the highest belt in martial arts, uh, in certain martial arts, um, after that, you're just kind of tacking on numbers. And rather than just continuously using numbers, I have things like Grandmaster or Legend or, or, you know, things as you get higher up there. Yes, I only have 50 levels. No, it's, it's not, uh, it's not a super limit because when you see this in practice, I mean, unless you're an amazing person who is killing these quests and you're making quests left and right and you're all of a sudden becoming this completely awesome linguist or you are writing novels like they're going out of style or, or things like that you're you're going to have a hard time getting to level 50 not necessarily worrying about fif- uh, above 50 and of course once we get to level 50 those that actually can accomplish it in a relatively modest amount of time um i'll have uh, extensions built on by then and maybe i'll have um i'm 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 thinking any changes or additions are going to be released as like the like um uh mmos release new content every once in a while so it's it's um the final fantasy 14 content that's coming out i think is stormborn and that's going to have a bunch of new content for it so i would release a quote-unquote stormborn patch and then maybe down the line it's a um, history of fire patch i mean just i'll come up with a name for it it'll it'll detail what gets added on and then you can use whatever version you want but the most recent version will be associated with that particular release so and that's when the version numbers will be coming up once the personal individual version of the bujo rpg that i have gets released and you know gets updated to the point where I don't feel I can update it anymore that's when I'm going to start working on different variations so if you're if you're wanting something kind of gamier like I was trying initially to set this up as a Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes type thing where you were collecting characters and while you can get levels um, a lot of what you're doing is going to be geared towards competing for things um once i release that i, I want to release something like that for the bujo rpg and that'll have a different name um i want to release something kind of like a um well there's going to be well like a like a sports thing so maybe maybe the bujo rpg is going to be a for lack of a better just just off the top of my head a soccer franchise and you are leading the soccer franchise from the lowest rung of the of the pyramid up to the the premier league of that league and then you know in champions leagues and things like that so if you understand soccer you understood most of what i just said but basically i'm saying i'm going to release different i'm going to try working on different versions so that there is a collector's option there's a sports option there's a solo rpg option and of course with the solo rpg and all, all of the ones i am going to be releasing skins that of course will be if you aren't into the martial arts background that I've got, maybe you want the medieval skin that I, I all of a sudden come out with, with 
version 2.0.1.4 or whatever you know whatever version ends up that ends up being after all these patches get laid on and then you can just use it as you want i will be at some point um hopefully i have okay i'm using currently a green bullet journal i have a yellow a blue and a black that i purchased that i will also be using once the last of those new other three is used I want an Excel spreadsheet or a numbers spreadsheet version of a bullet journal available so that I can just pick up from there so I can stop physically writing things down because I have my phone on me at almost all times. It is super rare that it's not, so being able to bullet journal there would be great. And then that also gives me a reason to kind of start poking my nose back into Swift and being able to program an actual app at which point you can then choose your skins and whatnot in the actual app and all of your points and things are being automatically calculated see so there's a a long-term distant goal there but i need to get this thing basically set up before i go ahead and push through i would love some feedback on whether or not anybody's excited to, to try this i'm gamifying becoming a better person and I'm excited to try it. I don't know if my wife's excited to try it. Chad, does she? I don't think she is. But I mean, we can, you know, we can see. She doesn't really bullet journal at this point. Um, I have a couple of friends that have mentioned that they would be interested in doing it. And you know, if if anybody wants to send me some feedback, I would love to hear it so that I know maybe I need to go in this direction, or maybe I need to go in that direction, or maybe maybe there's a while I'm using this as a, a Zelda version of the Bujo. Maybe you want a, a different, like a, a more Final Fantasy team-based thing going on. And then, you know, get others involved or get your partner involved or whatever. So these are just options. And if you are a parent and you want your kids to get better at these things, maybe you want a specific thing so that you can get multiple kids bullet journaling to get their lives, you know, straightened out and in an order so that they can, you know, be decent people when they uh, leave your house i just just options all right so um today in japan the episode 12 of the uchu sentai q rangers came out i don't have access to it yet but i am going to watch it doctor who uh premiered last night um episode three four um the way itunes lists them has thrown me completely off but i believe it's episode three Uh, Thin Ice, I think it's called. Um, My wife and I watched it, enjoyed it. uh, I've never, I can't say that I've gone into a season knowing that the Doctor, well, I guess Matt Smith. I'm I'm an old school Doctor Who fan. I I can't remember a time when when I knew that somebody I liked was going to stop being the Doctor. Now, that makes me go back and say um, Matt Smith wasn't that. I was looking forward to Matt Smith being replaced by Peter Capaldi. I didn't like Matt Smith. There's nothing inherently wrong with his doctor, but in the in the top 13 of doctors, he I don't think that he's in the top 10. Well, I can't say that, but he's definitely not in the top five. There are five other doctors that are much better than Matt Smith. And I know the new Who fans don't want to listen to that, but you know, I've been following this for a long time. I know what I like. And he's not going to fit into my my top ten or my top five. So 
I, I am looking forward to the rest of this season. I am interested in knowing who is going to replace him. And then, of course, the rampant speculation of what kind of doctor is he going to be, what kind of other things we got going. There has been a rumor that Peter Capaldi is going to be in an episode with his first incarnation to be played by David Bradley, who played him in a in the, the docudrama An Adventure in Time and Space, where... David Bradley played William Hartnell during the TV production docudrama thing. So I, I think that's a good casting choice if they if they happen to get him and bring him in. It would be interesting to see um, other people play early doctors so that we can get, you know, that type of thing going on. Sean Pertwee has already cosplayed somewhat briefly as his father. So, I mean, that's an option, too, because he... He looks, and he's got the sound of his father, obviously. So, I mean, it's not uh, not a stretch to recast these guys. You know, it's, we're we're telling stories. We're not, you know, I, I understand that we want to uh, keep in mind that some people aren't going to be replaceable. But I just, if if you can fit the first Doctor into a story and you can do it in a believable and acceptable fashion, do it. And I don't understand. It's maybe it's an American thing, but I don't understand why you wouldn't do that. The Big Finish audio dramas have recast John Pertwee. Um, there's a guy who sounds... He sounds somewhat like him. I, I think it's more of an early John Pertwee as the Doctor rather than the later that I'm more familiar with. And the longer you listen to him, the more he sounds like John Pertwee. So, I mean, it's, it is growing on me, but I wouldn't have said that this guy was dead on impression when I first heard him. So... Maybe you want to give that a shot just to, to check it out. I do have more to listen to of him, so maybe he really starts sounding a lot different. I would love if Big Finish would recast, you know, the, the Hartnell uh, Doctor and the Troughton Doctor so we can get more multi-Doctor stories out with larger casts, I guess, because there are stories that I think they could do without needing to have two Doctors in the same episode. I'm you know granted that 50th anniversary big finish thing that that they did was a uh, a way to get uh, old school as many doctors involved as possible but you know maybe maybe a couple are in one episode maybe one is in another episode and it's the same story but it's just smaller episodes so i mean it's it's a possibility i am also um now looking at the calendar and i'm going to be seeing about getting dirk manning on uh, for the interview. I, of course, will then need to come up with the questions that I'll be answering uh, or asking. Um, there's going to be a lot of them. I, I'll have a lot set up so that if we want to keep talking, we can. If not, you know, I, I want to hit some some main key questions. And then after after I can get Dirk Manning on and get that interview through, maybe I will start, you know, trying to, to poke other um, writers who may be interested in coming on, like a Brian Michael Bendis, or uh, who else do I follow that I uh, that I, I got? Uh, I I don't know about trying to get Alan Moore, but it, there's a lot of things Alan Moore has done that I like. Um, I know that he's um, interesting. <laughs> there's a uh, Peter David. I would like to get him on. He's done a lot for comics. Um, as you see, I'm kind of picking on uh, comic writers. There are other. There's the the there's some of the people writing for Valiant. I wouldn't mind talking to about the the directional choices that they made. Maybe some, um, 
maybe someone in a, an independent thing, like uh, well, maybe the independent writers on these uh, graphic novels that I bought at the Wizard World Portland that happened. So maybe I bring the guy in that wrote Ver- Verticom to interview him and, and kind of do that and, you know, have an interview thing every once in a while. I, I don't want to make the interview the part of, you know, like the part of the show because I want an ability to say what's on my mind and relay things that are going on and, and talk about geeky subjects, but I don't want to hinder myself to where if I don't have a guest, oh no, I can't, I can't go on. So I had a show a while back on my old website, which was limeflavored.com. I had the Lime Flavored podcast, and that was a conversation between me and somebody else. The first five episodes were me only, and as soon as I brought in a co-host, I had a co-host, at least one, from that point until episode 50. And there were weeks where the episode didn't get recorded on time or didn't get recorded at all because my planned guest or the um, the other hosts, someone backed out at the last minute or I had a change from a regular co-host to a brand new regular co-host. It was just really hard to work with. And I mean, if, if, if I had a bunch of people that wanted to come on and co-host, that's a different story. Like I've had a line, but back then especially it was just hey will you want to co-host we seem to work well together and most of the podcasts that I do well at are being able to bounce things off of somebody else so that's why the greatest show has lasted as long as it has if it was just me I don't know that we would be on episode 128 which just dropped um today the Sunday that I'm talking to you uh that was the greatest show fight series today go and watch that the uh Abraham Lincoln Buffalo Saws rematch was epic. The first one was epic, and this one was as epic, if not more epic. So that's definitely something to watch. Uh, of the fights that we've had, I don't know if anything quite matches up to the level that that one has. And of course, neither one of those guys are hosts. And I'm going to start retiring characters that have large loss streaks, and then you know, making it more about the hosts. There are a couple of regular viewers that I am going to be asking if they would like to be included in the fight series, and if they are, I will make characters for them, and they will jump into the fray, which will be nice, because, um, you know, we've got, uh, I, I would rather have it more about us, you know, stray, start straying away from the UFC fighters, and more about us than than the UFC fighters themselves, so it, w- it was a nice thing to kind of get into, but I'm, I'm realizing now that it's it's a lot of there's a lot that people might not care about. So, I mean, all, all of the hosts care what happens to Bruce Lee. So, Bruce Lee is going to be sticking around. I'm big on Conor McGregor. I'd like to see him stick around. Um, Mike Tyson is a big one. Uh, I've included Joe Rogan. And uh, they don't really, the rest of the hosts don't really know much about the UFC. So, they don't know about the Chuck Liddells and the Daniel Cormier's. And maybe I'll start straying away from those. We've uh, I've created two male fighters that we are, are completely fictional, just to give us you know kind of a variety. And that was the Red Baron and Buffalo Saws. Um, Saws and Red Baron both took their first loss with uh, the event previous to this one, and both of them have redeemed themselves. So it's uh, like I said, it's something to watch. Very uh, very good. And uh, if you guys out there who are listening have any questions 
or you would like to hear my thoughts on something or have a request. Maybe you want to send in a, maybe you want me to do a question and answer episode or something like that. Send it to me, um, emeraldspector.com at gmail.com. The only, I mean, that's, that's the easiest way to get me. There's, I mean, you can also hit me up on Twitter and Instagram, which is at Emerald Specter. I'm not necessarily ending the show here, but I wanted to, you know, put all that out. And I'm, I'm willing to do all that. You know, maybe you do something interesting you want to talk about. But um, personally, the Q Rangers that I did last week, and that was more of what I was thinking that this show was going to turn out to be in the future. So this week I wanted to talk a lot about the Bujo RPG. I did that. Um, I'm happy that that got out and there will be more updates on it. I'm probably going to talk about different varying subjects in the future. I'd like to cover the Matrix trilogy. I'd love to cover um, Star Trek as a franchise. I'd love to cover Star Wars as a franchise. I'd like to cover, you know, there's, there's, franchises of things that I would love to cover. Um, I'm a big fan of the Ian Douglas Star Carrier books. Um, I would love to cover those. Uh, I would love to do a Westworld or a Game of Thrones or a True Blood or a something along those lines series overview. Um, I'm also teetering, toying with the idea of doing a, a separate podcast, even though I haven't done my uh, my reading test podcast like I said that I was going to but things are smoothing out now and now I've got to wait for vacation to end because I don't have a I'm not going to have a clear cut clean recording area to do it in but um, once the vacation's over I'm going to hit the Doctor Who ones uh, maybe I I've been toying with doing a rewatch of Westworld or a rewatch of Game of Thrones and covering those um, not necessarily because they're still on, but because they they were shows that interested me. But maybe maybe I go back and I do um, Rome with someone because that series is over. It's been over for a long time, but it's been all, it was awesome when it was on. Maybe we can do those things. Maybe we can do a Daredevil or Iron Fist or um, maybe uh, Agents of Shield or or anything that interests me. I, I'm, I'm toying with reviewing episodes of things, but I don't want to limit the podcast to that. So I don't want to say this is the Westworld um, review show and, and only put out episodes when Westworld is on. So maybe I want to do a more general cover, cover Westworld and then switch to Game of Thrones and then switch to The Sopranos and then, you know, do Daredevil for a while. Just do a... a investigative look at these things it's it's it it would interest me and i i'm hoping it would interest you to listen to it um if you want to be on something like that i'm absolutely bringing i I would love to bring on others to do podcasts um back in the lime flavored days the two non-directly linked people to the website did they did jump on board to do podcast releases and the podcasts came out great um one was a, a recording of a, a college radio program and the guy that was giving it to me he at one point asked why I was listening to it and I said well a it's content and b the the fact that you guys cover local 
national and world news as part of it and have commentary on it that's interesting to listen to. So, I mean, he got that. And then the basically the second that he stopped wanting to pull the audio and send it to me is when it stopped happening. And I guess he did the radio show for another month or so and then dropped off the radio station. He lost interest in it, basically. So, And then the other one, they released oh man, six episodes to me, and then I kept waiting for the seventh one, and then I sent them a message, and apparently one of them had taken something I had said on Facebook at one point and just completely blew it out of proportion. So they had stopped podcasting altogether to spite me. I mean, it didn't make any sense, but I mean, I I would love to bring somebody on, and because I talked about podcasting a couple episodes back, maybe it's a, you know, do a trial run on a on a feed before I give you your own feed. Uh, maybe you do a, a few episodes on this feed or the, the new feed that's going to be coming out, which is going to be the, the greatest show is going to be released. Uh, more on that in a minute. And, you know, if you hit episode 10, 11, 12, maybe you get your own feed and we go from there. Or if, if you don't have any place to store these podcasts, that's kind of what I'm doing. As emeraldspector.com, I would house your podcasts in perpetuity, basically, um, to expand this non-existent yet possibly burgeoning network. So, um, as I teased just a second ago, um, starting with this week, uh, episode 129, I think, it, The Greatest Show is going to be coming back out on audio. Um, we're doing it in a different format. We're going to record the episode the episode is going to have the the name and the number and then say live and uncut on YouTube. And then when we're done, I'll wait for it to process, pull the video, not down. I keep saying pull the video down, but basically I'm going to copy the video, edit what needs to be edited, put on a, an intro and an outro, and then re-upload it with uh, a cover and a, um, wow. Upload it with a cover and basically upload with a cover and then use the audio from what I upload to put out as an audio podcast. I was interested in putting out all episodes of this. However, after some clear thought about the situation, I am not going to go back and edit uh, or pull audio off of to put up um, 127, 128 previous episodes. The the feed will only be audio. The YouTube will house the video, and we'll just keep doing that until things change from there. And like I said, with the others, maybe Kevin Kuick's podcast does that type of thing. Maybe Kevin Lamas does that type of thing, and you know we'll see where things go. But uh, I believe I have rambled on long enough for this particular episode. If you are interested in asking questions, um, giving me topic ideas, uh, suggesting things, maybe you want to know something specific about the Bujo RPG, emeraldspector.com at gmail.com. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at emeraldspector. And uh, if you guys have any other wishes, wants, or worries, go ahead and send them in, but uh, I guess that'll be it for this episode, and I will see you next week on The Spectre Show.